Welcome to Design Your Life with Sandy. I am your host, Sandy Yang. I am a brain rewiring certified coach and human design expert. In this podcast, we talk about becoming the most kick-ass, unstoppable version of yourself, building a life of alignment and flow that you deserve, and taking a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at Sandy Yang Wellness. Hello, welcome back to the show. So I have been getting so many good feedbacks on episode number five on six powerful ways to start brain rewiring. And that makes me so, so, so happy because at this point, I have been brain rewiring for more than six months and I truly, truly swear by it 100%. I have brain rewired pretty big things like overcoming my limiting beliefs about entrepreneurship, making money, my confidence, using my voice, and well, a lot of little things, but I'll mention this one, my relationship with my family. Growing up, I had a lot of fights with my parents. But after 20 plus years, we are finally at a very, very good place. I never knew my relationship with my family could be this good. Most recently, I have rewired my eating habits. When I used to struggle with gut health, okay, it wasn't like anything like SIBO or anything terrible, but I used to be super bloated all the time. I realized that a lot of it had to do with my eating habits. I loved eating in front of the television. I was always doing something while I ate, either working, watching TV, scrolling my phone. So I wasn't very intentional, if you will, like not very mindful at all. Do you know that you should be chewing 20 to 30 times per bite? So that was something I've always known I should pay attention to and do. But it's been like two years of knowing, but not doing. Which is really frustrating because I kept finding myself finishing a meal and then realizing, oh shit, I did not chew 20 times. I was scrolling my phone the whole time. I blew it. So... At this point, I'm already like done with the food. So I can only start the next day or at my next meal. So it was a pattern of always starting again and again and again. So I decided it is time to bring this into my brain rewiring practice and get to the bottom of it. Because I am very, very familiar with the process, I'm really good at getting down to the root cause I was seeing significant shifts in my eating habits in just two days or so. The cool thing is not only did I rewire my habit of eating too quickly, I also healed part of my inner child. Through the process, I actually realized, oh my gosh, I, as a kid, viewed eating as almost like a shameful thing to do. I saw how women around me, adults around me, were always trying to diet. 
this was super random, but my grandma used to tell us over and over again that if somebody is eating, you should walk away and let them eat alone so they don't feel uncomfortable or embarrassed when they eat. And she didn't say anything about this further, but the little version of me probably interpreted that as eating is a shameful thing to do. So when I eat food, I almost want to like end the experience sooner rather than later. So I would rather just like get it over with instead of mindfully enjoy the meal. So a lot of the healing comes from nurturing the inner child so she feels safe and deserving to eat whatever the fuck she wants. Nobody cares what she eats or what she doesn't eat. Every human needs food. It is essential for survival and there is absolutely no shame for eating food, right? It sounds so ridiculous, but kids are pretty vulnerable, you know? Obviously, this is just a random recent story that I have for myself. To me, it is very meaningful because, again, I have been trying for a very long time. I get a lot of questions about, can I bring rewire so I stop sabotaging my relationships? Or can I bring rewire my anxiety away? I just want to be happier. Can I bring rewire to become someone who is confident? Of course, you can bring rewire for all of these things. So if you have something in mind that you are determined to change this year, 2021, Side note, isn't it wild that we're almost done with the first quarter of this year? But yeah, if you feel determined to make a huge difference to your life and shift your reality, brain rewiring is for you. And you can do it alone, of course. There are a lot of books out there that will teach you this stuff. But I speak from experience here working one-on-one with a coach There's nothing like it. So you can either read books and try to do it for months and months, even years, with suboptimal results, or you can get it nailed down in just 12 weeks working one-on-one with me. So if this is interesting to you, I invite you to book a connection call to see if we're a good fit. You can find a link in the show notes. Also, if we are not good fit and you're just not ready for it, it sounds good, but maybe you just have too much going on, I will make sure that you walk away with at least a few very tangible, actionable tips from our call. So there's literally nothing to lose. So I recommend hopping on that. Anyways, so let's get into today's topic. So I talk to a lot of people who are interested or deep into the whole wellness, spirituality, self-development realm, shall we say. So in these discussions, obviously, I so appreciate people sharing vulnerably, but there are just so many patterns that I have noticed that get people really hung up and 
it has gotten to a point that I'm just rolling my eyes so hard that it is almost painful. Like they might be thinking, oh, I'm so into my spirituality or my personal growth, but your practice or your whole thing is becoming counterproductive because you are addicted to the drama. So here are some of the ways that have been frustrating me recently or for a while now, but I'm just going to share with you. And again, I so totally realize that I sound like a dick sometimes, but everything I am choosing to share, I am sharing from a place of love and intention. So let's get started. First of all, things like human design and astrology, all of that stuff is just a tool. But people get so judgmental with themselves when they feel like they are not living it correctly. Especially with projectors and work. There's a lot of judging yourself for working too much as a projector or whatever the fuck else you think your type shouldn't be doing. Like if they don't follow it, they feel like they're not living in alignment and this whole living in alignment thing is relative. It's not like you're in or you're out. You have your whole life to reach and master living in alignment. And life is a very long time. You can be a projector. Maybe today you work three hours and you went on to read a book, cook a nice meal, take a nap, and you felt like a quote unquote good projector. Oh my god, this like makes me roll my eyes so much. But you weren't that happy. But another day, you maybe worked eight hours and you put out a lot of good stuff in the world. You work with other people that are full of great energy. You're really proud of what you have accomplished. Technically, you went against the rules, but you felt fucking great. Other people will be like, oh my god, you work too much as a projector. But that is true alignment. When you feel your signature of being successful and each type has their own signature that shows them, oh, you're on the path of alignment, keep doing more of this. So I would suggest using your human design types signature to determine how in alignment you are. And again, you can listen to episode two of the podcast but for projectors, your signature is success. So feeling very successful and recognized. For manifestors, your signature is peace. So evaluating if you feel at peace and free to do whatever it is that you're doing. Do you have autonomy? For manifesting generators and generators, your signature is satisfaction. So do you feel like you are using your energy up in ways that satisfy you? When you go to bed at night, do you feel happy and satisfied, ready to recharge? For reflectors, your signature is surprise. So are you letting life come to you? Are you labeling yourself and trying to live by other people's rules? Or are you letting your identity ebb and flow? 
and almost letting the universe surprise you with what it has to offer. So instead of following like the general rule for your type, see if what you're doing will lead you to more of your signature. Okay, the next one, blaming your human design, astrology, whatever else system you look at for your own bullshit instead of leaning into your free will. This bugs me a lot because, again, going back to the first point, a lot of people, consciously or subconsciously, blame their frustrations in life on you know, something that is like a birth chart or other cosmic systems. Again, these are tools that are meant to empower you, not to hold you back by any means. An extreme example is, oh my god, someone I know literally had a reading from some sort of psychic. And this is not a system that I'm familiar with, but the psychic told him that you are going to have multiple wives simultaneously. And then this person asked this reader slash psychic, is this something up to me or is this like predetermined I don't have a choice? And the psychic slash reader said, this is predetermined whether you like it or not. And don't even get me started. This is like so annoying to me. But then this person goes on to think that all the times that he has cheated on his exes are now justified. You can't justify being a lying piece of shit with a psychic reading. You just can't. That is bullshit. Obviously, I understand this example is extreme. But people blame their own faults, fears, frustrations on external things all the time fucking take responsibility and own it you know like if i want to nap all day and watch tv instead of doing something that will push my business forward i am not being a good projector by napping all day it's just me needing rest and maybe I am not taking action in my business because I have some fears going on. But with anything, to be honest, you always, always have free will. Like, say this guy I was talking about earlier. If he really does go on to have multiple wives in today's society, maybe that is what is energetically right for him and everybody else who gets involved and maybe they're meant to have a lesson from it who knows who is it to judge what is good or bad this is so subjective but what is unacceptable is for him to be like well this is just my destiny and goes on to sabotage any wonderful monogamous relationship he might have in the future the third one, oh my god, okay. Have you ever heard of this whole idea of balancing your masculine and feminine energy? So that is kind of a hot topic in wellness, I guess. Everyone sort of talks about stepping to your feminine, 
receive, blow, all the things. While that is really wonderful, I am noticing that a lot of people are stuck in thinking that they need to be more in their feminine when they are already in their wounded feminine. Feminine and masculine energy are just energy, but there are qualities that are empowered within each as well as disempowered qualities within each. So empowered masculine looks like holding space, taking action, planning, being accountable, taking responsibility, being confident, protective, structured, decisive, logical, risk-taking, achieving, being a leader, being strong, Disempowered masculine looks like overdoing, demanding, controlling, aggressive, avoidant, competitive in like an overly competitive way, abusive, aggressive, micromanaging, overbearing, emotionless, just to name a few. Empowered feminine looks like just flowing, receiving, playing, being childlike, intuitive, reflective, empathetic, expressive, loving, caring, and disempowered feminine looks like being insecure, needy, codependent, overly emotional, playing victim, feeling unworthy, feeling powerless, naive, confused. So obviously you want to be a good balance of the empowered qualities within, you know, the feminine and the masculine. But I feel like a lot of people feel powerless and they push in ways that are not in alignment. How I mean by this is you can feel really powerless and unworthy, aka being in your wounded feminine, but trying to control, micromanage everything that you have power over. So I can speak for myself on this. I felt super unworthy and powerless over my career for many years. And during this time, I try to control my lifestyle like exercise and diet really really hard so I would be super strict and just to like have power over something so do you kind of see how this plays out energetically what could have been more meaningful and productive would be to acknowledge that hey you're sitting in your wounded feminine you're sitting in your own shit at work you're not taking control of your career. You're kind of playing victim here. So let's channel that masculine, empowered masculine into your career and try to do something about it. But instead, I was like, okay, so what do I have control? And let's push in that area. So it's like people tend to channel their energy in the wrong direction. So if you feel like, 
something isn't working out. Maybe you are grinding really hard, trying really hard, pushing, pushing in career, and you're not getting that promotion. To push even harder, that would be insanity. So what you have to do right now is actually shift into your empowered feminine. Go into receiving, rest, take a week off, and like actually let your labor turn into fruition. And I can speak for myself on this too. Sometimes I find myself thinking about work a lot, trying to see what else could I do more to make it more successful, executing, producing, but nothing is really happening. But when I consciously or accidentally take a weekend off social media, checking my email, thinking about work, then I almost like receive abundance immediately after I rest. Taking empowered action is so important in brain rewiring and manifestation, but you also need to surrender a little bit. And surrendering sounds really, really scary. It really just means giving the universe time to catch up, to make your manifestations come through in your 3D reality. On the other hand, if you feel powerless in certain situations, you feel like you can't do anything, you're waiting for somebody to come save you, you're most likely in your wounded feminine and you need to channel your empowered masculine to get your shit together. Okay, all that is to say, you are not just masculine or you're not just feminine, you are multidimensional. We thrive when we are at a healthy balance. So be really honest with yourself. Where do you need to channel masculine or feminine? And be specific. Know that you naturally embody both. It's just a matter of whether you step into it or not. Let's move on to the next thing that bugs me. Number four. So when people are, you know, on this self-development journey, there's a lot of developing your intuition and trusting it. But then it's really annoying when people are like so frustrated with their logical mind and almost like prioritizing intuition over their logic. I just want to make sure that people understand your logical mind is very powerful, is very important. You need it for survival. It kind of goes back to the feminine versus masculine energy topic. Logic, following your logic is the masculine and being intuitive is the feminine. And again, we are seeking balance. The ideal situation is when your logic meets your intuition, then that is complete harmony. You would never want to do something that seems logical, but your intuition is yelling at you to not go with it. That would feel like you're taking action that is not from a place of integrity. And that 
doesn't feel very good at all. On the other hand, sometimes your logic is like your dumb protective best friend that is super worried about you when you go outside of the comfort zone. So he or she wants you to just stay safe. So your logic is telling you, oh my god, like that is too dangerous, that is too risky. But your intuition is like, no, let's take a leap of faith. Then when appropriate, you should do your best to follow that intuition. So know your logical mind is fucking amazing. Just don't let it hold you back from a place of fear. Let's move on to the next one. A lot of people ask me during a reading or when we just chat over human design, there are a lot of people who just want somebody to tell them the answer to really big questions like what they should do for work, who should they marry, where should they live. Like they want to base their whole life on psychic or intuitive information and this is just not healthy obviously it is completely okay and empowering to seek out guidance it is nice to have a second opinion but always remember psychic information is based on current energies energy is always shifting timelines are always shifting you can shift from one timeline to another just based off a new decision you can completely change your energy with tools like meditating brain rewiring letting go of negative habits letting go of toxic relationships so things are always changing nothing is fixed and psychics are not always channeling information from a neutral place sometimes maybe they feel very strongly about a certain thing like their own emotions can get in the way they can be projecting their own concerns onto you so you know their information is not from a pure place so if you're getting information and you don't think is in alignment you can always tune into yourself put no one on a pedestal you are your own authority nobody can be your authority besides yourself moving on to the next topic while inner work inner healing is super important there are so many people that i know who are kind of stuck in their healing like they're always quote unquote doing the work and you know it's good to do the work but don't get stuck there my brain rewiring process has three pillars the first one is inner healing so doing the shadow work inner child work trauma healing to kind of let go of heavy blocks that are keeping you in fight or flight mode keeping you in living in your limiting beliefs living in your shadow letting your shadow run your life operating from a wounded place the second pillar is rewiring so that means reprogramming your limiting beliefs into empowering one on a daily basis 
The third and final one is taking empowered action. This is where you're going to see actual shifts. You will notice as you have shifted your energy, the universe is sending you options for you to grab. It's sending you opportunities that you have been asking for. They might not necessarily look like the way you envision them, but you're being presented with opportunities and it is up to you if you want to take it on that most likely requires you to step out of your comfort zone. That might be actually putting yourself out in the public eye, outing your shadow, no longer hiding, saying no to people and things that no longer serve you, setting and honoring your boundaries. A lot of people just get stuck in the first two pillars and not taking empowered action. And that is so unfortunate to see. It is tempting to feel like, oh, well, this shadow is going to take a very long time to integrate. So people are assuming that the inner healing has to take a long time, is going to be a lot of hard work, and they postpone what they actually want. So this is very common. A lot of people have a wounded inner child in attracting healthy relationships. And they know this, but they feel like, okay, well, it's going to take me a long time. It's going to take a lot of hard work in order for me to stop this vicious cycle. And that is counterproductive because... This is you acting from a limiting place. If you're truly empowered, you will be like, okay, I have identified my limiting beliefs that are keeping me small in relationships. I am deserving of something better. So this negative cycle is leaving right now. I am going to reprogram this for two weeks. And in two weeks, this shit is gone. And I totally understand that taking empowered action feels scary, but stop getting stuck in the inner healing. There's always going to be inner healing to be done. In fact, you are going to be doing shadow work and inner child healing probably your whole life as things come up. So start taking empowered actions right now. The next one that I want people to become more conscious about, like this one is actually really important because I hear people complain about they're on this spiritual journey, they're really working on themselves, but people around them, their friends and family just don't get it. And that is so unfair. While that is certainly the case for some people, but a lot of people don't even share or ask their friends and family if they are open to learning more about it. And I see this with couples especially. In most heterosexual relationships, the female tend to be the one who is more eager to learn more about themselves and seek higher guidance and explore their self-development. But I have noticed there's a lot of doubting your male other half. People be like, 
So I'm very spiritual, but with all this spiritual stuff I do, my husband just doesn't get it. He'll never get it. He just doesn't get it. And I'm like, well, that's why he doesn't get it, because every time he's just starting to get it, you shut him down and you're framing him. It is unfair. Stop deciding for other people, you know? And it's totally fine if people around you are new to this stuff that you do. But it is so cool because you get to be the catalyst for their growth. You get to hold a space for compassion and love for their expansion and growth. You get to be their fucking expander. The next thing, <laughs> this is gonna be tough love, but I've noticed a lot of people baby themselves way too much and they frame it as self-love or being gentle with themselves. When the whole babying yourself too much to a point that is unproductive is like sometimes people get into self-development and they get stuck into like this cuddling energy where you're just always being gentle with yourself and you are avoiding honesty and brutal honesty with yourself is where the real growth happens. This goes back to getting stuck in doing the inner healing work that you're not taking empowered action. You are like babying yourself like poor me, all of this stuff happened to you, you need to heal, I'm always healing and avoiding responsibility. Real empowerment is calling yourself out on your own shit, pulling yourself out when you've been sitting in your own shit. Not beating around the bush, but deciding with a clear intention that this is what you want and you are going to get it. And taking the steps forward to make it happen with an unwavering attitude. Not being like, oh my god, this is hard and make so much fucking drama out of it. But I mean, it's okay to be like, this is a challenge and this is out of my comfort zone. But we don't have to make so much drama out of it, you know? It is like so unnecessary. Where you seek out drama and become addicted to the drama are areas where you're holding yourself back. Last but not least, I am so sick of people overthinking what their purpose is. As if you're here to do one thing and one thing only. Or worst, thinking they have no purpose but every other human, plant, animal has a purpose. But not you. Just you. You're the only exception. That makes zero sense, you know? Continue to just live your life. If you were born and you were just told what you're here to do, then how boring would that be? It's like a script is already written for you and you're just following it. Keep living your life. Follow your strategy and authority that's in your human design chart and let life, the universe, lead you from one thing to another. That is your aligned path. However, I will give you something more tangible to think about. Your purpose is made up of three things, your passion, your compassion, and your expertise. I learned that from one of the podcasts that Jay Shetty was on talking about his latest book, but I thought this was, you know, a pretty tangible and digestible way to look at such a big topic. So obviously passion, you want to love what you do every day, like it should get you fired up. Compassion, think about like, what's your own story? What do you feel like 
you could have used when you were in your deepest, darkest times. And expertise, obviously, you need to be somewhat good at it, am I right? Okay, so here are the nine things that have been bugging me. And I want you to be above the drama. Let me know what you think. Feel free to send me a DM on Instagram at Sandy Yang Wellness. I love hearing from you. And yeah, let me know what's your biggest takeaway. Which one do you resonate with? And if you feel called to, I would love to connect with you over a connection call. If you are interested in how brain rewiring works on a one-on-one -on -one container with yours truly, how I help you step more into your power and your design, you can book it in the link of my Instagram bio and in the show notes. And if you haven't already, subscribe, leave a rating and review for the podcast. And I would so love to see you take a screenshot of it and share it with your friends on Instagram stories. Remember to tag me so I can thank you personally. Sending you lots of love and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I will talk to you next time.